Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today, Rabbi Schneider continues our journey through the Book of Romans from Colorado. We live in a world where appearances are everything. But is God really impressed by how our house looks or the kind of car we drive or the clothes that we wear? Well, today on our program, Rabbi Schneider shows us how we can look beyond our circumstance and our stuff to discover what God is most interested in. Our message is titled, Listening with Your Inner Man. And to download the teaching notes for this lesson, just visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, Rabbi Schneider opens us up with prayer. Father, we thank you for your word today. Father, we pray that you'll fill us today as we receive your word implanted into our hearts. We're gonna be picking up today in the eighth chapter and the 14th verse, hear the word of God. For all who are being led by the spirit of God, these are sons of God. It's really interesting how much emphasis the epistles of Paul and the letters of John place on being led by the Spirit. You see, when the New Testament writers wrote the New Testament for us, whether it was Peter or James or Paul or John, they didn't have a Bible like you and I have today. One book with all the different letters of the New Testament, all the pages of the Hebrew Bible. They had fragments in some of the synagogues from the Hebrew Bible, but they didn't have today in written form the complete New Testament as you and I have. And so they were totally depending on the Spirit. Now, the words of Yeshua had been circulating to the churches. Paul was writing letters to the different churches. He wrote a letter to the church at Ephesus. He wrote a couple letters to the church at Corinth, etc. And it was being passed on verbally and eventually written down for others to read as well. But they were totally dependent, beloved, on the Spirit. And unfortunately, I think the challenge that you and I are facing is that we don't depend on the reality of the Spirit of God enough. You and I today sometimes are not aware that the written Word of God alone is not enough. We need a marriage in our life between the written Word of God and the Holy Spirit at work. The Spirit and the Word, beloved, work together. So Paul said, those that are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. But if we're not aware of the Holy Spirit, if we're not listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said in the book of Revelation, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And so Yeshua is saying, listen, if you can hear what the Spirit is saying, then listen. But if we're not expecting the Holy Spirit to speak to us, if we're not actively listening, and what do I mean by actively listening? I mean that we're very conscientious, beloved, of our inner man. Because the way the Holy Spirit speaks to us, the way that we're led by the Spirit is primarily through the inner man. It's through the witness of the indwelling Holy Spirit. 
And so we develop what I call the art of intuitive listening. And to be able to better be led by the Spirit, to hear the voice of the Spirit. Because once again, Paul says, those that are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. And so to be led by the Spirit, we must become conscious of his leading. We must be able to discern the movement of the Spirit within us. And the way that we do that is by practicing discipline in our life in which we're taking time every day to disconnect from the world, to simply look up and know that he is God. You see, the Lord told us in the Psalms, be still and know that I am God. But if we're not taking the time to discipline ourselves, to just sit before him, to simply be still, if we're not taking the time to build that discipline in our life, it's gonna be very difficult to be led by the Spirit. Instead, we're gonna be led by technology. We're gonna be led by the culture. We're gonna be led by our smartphone. We're gonna be led by the pressure of life, the pressure of our job, the pressure of relationships, the fear of man. You see, we need to break all that off and set aside time to just develop a conscious awareness of God's presence in our life. Many of you that have been following my ministry, you've heard me talk about this often, but it is so very important. A good tool that I like to recommend to people is the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. You can live stream it, and basically it's just sanctified worship music, singing unto the Lord, not with real high energy, but just soft, because the Holy Spirit is primarily gentle. David said of the Lord, your gentleness has made me great. Remember, Elijah said that the Lord is primarily, he's not in the earthquake, he's not in the fire, he's in the still, small voice. The voice of the Holy Spirit, the leading of the Holy Spirit, it's such an art, it requires such a, an awareness that if we haven't developed the awareness, if we're not listening, we'll miss it. A few weeks ago, I was invited to participate in a service that I just showed up to encourage a friend. I just wanted to bless this brother, so I drove down to where he pastors on a Sunday morning, and I got there, it was a small little church, and I got there and said, hey, would you be willing to share just for about five minutes? And I said, sure. So I sat down and I said, Lord, what, what would you like me to share? So there was something that was already stirring in my heart that would have been real easy for me to communicate because it was really passionate in me. And I said, Lord, what is it that you want me to share? I'm feeling this particular passion about what I've been meditating on before you, but I wanna make sure that this is what you want me to share. And as I was sitting in my seat, I faintly saw, and beloved, this is what I wanna stress. It was so faint but I saw a scripture reference and it was different from what was in my heart that I wanted to share. But when I inquired to the Lord, what should I share? I saw, again, it was so faint, it was so far away, but I saw in the spirit a scripture reference. Again, if I hadn't developed a spiritual sensitivity, I would have never even known it because it was so vague. It was like a silent seeing and hearing. And then I went to open my Bible to look up what that verse said, and I just randomly just opened my Bible to be able to turn to where that verse was, but when I looked down to where I'd randomly opened the Bible to, 
beloved ones, it was on the verse that I just saw in the spirit, which is not a verse that I had turned to often, so it wasn't like my Bible was worn out there and it just turned to it because it had been worn. The point was I was led by the spirit and the way that I was led was not the Lord speaking to me with a thunderous voice that I couldn't have missed. No, rather he spoke to me in such a way that I saw in the spirit in such a way that was so subtle that if I hadn't developed my spiritual sensitivities by simply practicing being still before the Lord every day and waiting on him, asking me just to become sensitive to his voice. If I hadn't been practicing that discipline in my life, I would have missed it when he spoke to me. So I want to encourage you today, if you really love Jesus, if you're really hungry for God, I mean, you want him more than anything else in your life, and you're willing to do anything to find him, to be led by him, to be walking in divine alignment with him, to be living under his anointing. Beloved, it takes some spiritual discipline. And that's why Paul said, as you've heard me say many times, bodily discipline is profitable because it helps you in this life. But he said, spiritual discipline is even more profitable because it won't only rather help you in this life, but it's even gonna bear proof for you in the life to come. For the spirit himself testifies, and this has to do with what I was just saying, the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Now let's focus really down deep on this for a second because I don't want us to miss that because a lot of times we know we hear scripture and we don't really get a full impact from it because it's just words. We intellectually understand it, but we don't really grab a deeper revelation. But I want us to consider the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. See, oftentimes today, Christian people are running around looking for the manifestation of the Spirit. They're running around looking to get a word from somebody, a prophetic word from somebody. They're running around looking to see a miracle, looking to see a physical healing. They're running around to different places, not only in their own city, but even times across the United States or around the world to where God is moving. And they're looking for the Spirit primarily by looking for his activity through outside phenomenon. And we praise God for when the Lord manifests his glory in the earth by doing miracles. We praise God when we see and experience the gifts of the Holy Spirit manifest. These are all great things, healing, miracles, tongues, all these things are fantastic and they're life to the church. The church needs the gifts of the Spirit. But beloved, there's something below and deeper than this. And that is the internal witness of the Spirit, where He bears witness with our spirit so we can sense not only that we're the children of the Father, that we're children of God, but we can also sense His leading. So that we have a sense within us as to whether we should call this person or not call this person, whether we should take this action that we may be considering about any given detail of our life or not take that action. If you're in ministry, the Spirit will lead you whether to go this direction or that direction. And how does he lead you? Listen to verse 16 again. The Spirit himself testifies with 
our spirit. And where's our spirit? Our spirit is not out there somewhere. Our spirit is inside us. And so if we're gonna have the witness of the spirit leading us, we have to become sensitive to what is going on inside us. 1978, the Lord revealed himself to me supernaturally in a vision, as many of you know. Approximately three years after that, I was sitting down one morning and I was going through a deep season of repentance. And suddenly I was just sitting down, the spirit of the Lord, literally beloved ones, he manifested himself above my head so that I visibly saw him. Just like Acts chapter two, when the disciples visibly saw the spirit manifest his tongues. I didn't see him with my physical eyes, but I saw him with my spiritual eyes as clear as I had seen anything in my life with my physical eyes. He manifested himself above my head and then he came, listen, this is the point I wanna go to. He then came through my head and took possession of what the Bible calls our inner man. And in that instant, I realize that when the Bible says we have an inner man, we literally, scientifically, have an inner man. There's something inside us that has physicality to it. It's the place where the spirit lives. And I noticed that day when the spirit manifested himself above my head, that he came, listen now, through my head. In other words, his primary way of imparting himself to me was not in my head, but rather he came through my head and it was in my inner man. I want us to become people that have learned how to discern the movement of the Ruach HaKodesh we call in Hebrew, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit inside us, the Ruach Elohim, the spirit of God. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. That's why Jesus said, you believe because you see. And that was fantastic. That's why he did the miracles so they'd see and come to him. But then he went on to say, there's something more. He said, but blessed are those that can believe without seeing. That's where he wants to bring us all to. Practice becoming aware of what's going on inside you. Too many of us, my beloved friends, we're out of touch what's going on inside us. We live in a culture that's out of touch. Even children today, by and large, little kids, they don't play outside anymore. They're not rooted to the earth. They're not even rooted to real relationship. They're rooted to their video games and their smartphone games and all rooted to some type of pseudo reality that's outside themselves in technology. We're living in a cultural crisis in which people are no longer rooted to themselves. They're no longer aware of who they are in the outside. They're looking outside themselves for life. And beloved, that is not only a pseudo reality, but it's a reality that stems from the powers of darkness whose purpose is to disconnect us from our inside where God is when we receive him and be connected to a pseudo reality of technology instead so that he can control us through demonic input that's being generated, not by God's spirit that's bearing witness with our spirit on the inside, but that rather we're being controlled by the world. 
And so let's get back to ancient truths. Let's get back to divine wisdom. We need to pull back from all the technology. We need to pull back from the world. And we need to recognize that you and I have been connected to God by being created in His image. And then when we receive Yeshua, He comes to live inside us. And by walking in that supernatural reality of knowing that we've been created in His image and in His likeness, and that the way we fellowship with Him, the way we commune with Him, the way we abide in Him is by becoming aware of His Spirit inside us. When we enter into that zone, we are going to be led by the Spirit of God. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. And then he continues, for the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. God loves us so much. We don't have any way we could possibly comprehend how much he loves us. And only as we put him first and seek to disconnect from the world in order to be connected to him, will we enter in to the deeper realities that his word has promised and Jesus is even now declaring over our lives. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and if you would like to take your relationship with Jesus deeper today, then let me invite you to visit us online. You'll find all kinds of resources and study tools which are designed to help you prepare your inner man for a relationship with the Lord. And you can find them online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. We offer these resources because we believe it's time to get serious about declaring that Jesus is the Savior and that He's going to return soon. So let me ask you this, are you doing your part to proclaim the truth of who God is and are you sharing it with the people around you? You know, that's a big part of our mission here. We not only want to reach our family and friends, we want to reach people in places like Israel and beyond. And we would love for you to partner with us today. That's why we took the entire month of February to share the truth of what God has done for us. And right now, we have a special treat for you. Here are some interviews with some of our monthly partners explaining why they've decided to partner with us. And I know that you're going to be touched by what these listeners have to say. I was channel surfing, looking for something, and I came upon Rabbi Schneider. He captured my attention instantly. The rabbi has this ability and way of taking these profound truths and making them simple. Rabbi is a genuine man of God, a true disciple. His teachings are so pointed. They are empowering and life-changing. I love partnering with Rabbi Schneider's overseas ministry, especially what they've done in Ukraine. What a blessing. When Rabbi goes across the globe, whether it's Israel or Africa or Cuba or Brazil, and I see these people, they're being saved knowing that someone is going forth and saving souls and, and I'm a part of it. It's amazing that I can sit here in my hometown and be able to actually be counted a part of sending Rabbi forth. 
I'm not able to go into all the world. So being able to partner with Rabbi Schneider and discover the Jewish Jesus and send him all around the globe is such a blessing to my life. I believe that if the Lord touches your heart, you should support this ministry because it's God's words getting out. Wow, that was so encouraging. We're so thankful for all of our monthly partners. And it just goes to show how your monthly gifts of any amount, they are changing the lives of our fellow listeners. And now to share a little bit more about partnering monthly, here is Rabbi. This is Partner Month at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and I wanted to be clear about what we're trying to do. And I don't want to use the word trying, that's a weak word, what we are doing. The mission of this ministry is ushering in the Lord's return by reaching the remnant, His chosen ones. You see, Yeshua came specifically to reach those whom the Father had given Him. In John 10, when many were rejecting him, Yeshua said, you believe not because you're not my sheep. I know my sheep and my Father has given them to me. In John 6, he said, all the Father has given me will come to me. And he said, we will lose none. I wanna ask you to become a monthly partner with this ministry so that we can fulfill God's mission and mandate of reaching His chosen ones and thus preparing the world for King Jesus' soon return. Will you become a monthly partner, beloved, today? Let me explain how you can respond to Rabbi today. First, you can go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or become a monthly partner right now when you call 800-777-7835. And once again, thank you so much for answering the call to become a monthly partner. You can also send your monthly gift of partnership in the mail by writing to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And now here is Rabbi Schneider once again to speak a special blessing over us before we close out our time today. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. 
God bless you, and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains the spirit of adoption. That's coming up Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.